Hello and welcome to another episode of Brandology Shaken Not Stirred. Today I am going off brand like I advise so many other brands not to do. Today I am bringing you a current affairs in the marketing and branding world and in just pure business management. Tips and tricks on what you should do when you are managing a team. Now I would like to preface to say I did this as my first ever video podcast and unfortunately the settings I did not double check note to self always double check the settings before starting and I realized that the audio was actually defaulting to the webcam audio rather than my microphone so I will warn you that this intro is going to be loud and then unfortunately the talking will be a little bit softer than what I would prefer I'm sorry about that I know I hate it when podcasts do that as well but I hope that this will give you juicy information and just some little tips and tricks if you are looking at putting on your first employee or already managing employees or have a team of contractors. This is going to be good. And if you have been enjoying my podcast so far, I would really love it if you could go and hit the subscribe button or the follow button and leave us a rating. That helps you know when we release new podcasts and it also helps this podcast reach more listeners that might need this information and find it valuable as well. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to Brandology, Shaken, Not Stirred. I'm your host, Bonnie Weeks, and this is my podcast, a podcast to help e-commerce and small businesses navigate the crazy world of marketing and to showcase the power of branding in elevating your business success. This podcast will be a mixture of all things business, money, marketing, mindset, and management. Expect it to be shaken, not stirred imperfect but full of wisdom bombs and I hope you enjoy it. And today on A Current Affair we are discussing a man getting awarded $450 million after his employee threw him a surprise birthday party. Okay, so that was my probably very poor attempt at doing the news music. And being a brand mentor, I know this is totally off-brand and I probably should not be talking about this, but it's my podcast and I can do what I want, do what I want to, do what I want to. So we are discussing our current affairs, do-do-do-do-do. Okay, so if you haven't heard the news story already, let's go over it. A Kentucky man has been awarded 450,000. God, did I just say million before? If I did, it's 450,000 US dollars after his former employee threw him a surprise birthday party when he specifically asked them not to. Now, this is very hard to make a judgment because we do not have enough information. Apparently, Kevin Burling told his office manager at Gravity Diagnostics that he didn't want a customary, the customary surprise party thrown for employees on their birthday. Different news reports says that he told his 
office manager or told his supervisor and that he either told him that he suffers from an anxiety disorder which would not do well at all at the gathering or that it would cause him immense stress. Now they're two very different things. Causing someone a bit of stress because I don't like being the center of attention is a very different sentence to telling someone that you have an anxiety disorder that would cause a panic attack if this was to happen. So that's our first little hardship to, to make a judgment on this uh, calling. What also happened is we don't know whether or not he told his office manager or his supervisor. The news reports are different. In the one I read, it was he told his supervisor, who then, on commencement, because there is a blanket rule that every person gets a surprise birthday party or a cake in the lunchroom. And it somehow they've forgotten about it. So regardless, a few months later, it's his birthday and the you know office manager has, unbeknownst to them, thrown someone with an anxiety disorder a birthday party. Um, or a lunch in the um, lunchroom, a uh, cake in the lunchroom. So he's walked in, there's cake, he's a centre of attention, he has a panic attack. He then goes out to his car, eats the rest of his um, lunch, apparently sends a text to his employee going, I can't believe he did that, something we don't know, you know, without actually reading through the court documents, I'm looking at the news uh, articles, we don't actually know what he actually said in that text message um he's then I don't know if he's gone back in or if he's gone in the next day um anyway next day management has called in Berlin for a meeting to discuss the party once again we don't exactly know what was said at the the meeting on some news articles uh the gentleman that was fired has informed him that he was called like a no joy and and he was ruining other employees joy and that he shouldn't have done that um, in other instances, the company is saying that they've just reported him because of his, you know, apparently agitated manner. Now, because he's in a discipline and like a, a formal management meeting, um, it's then caused him to have a, another panic attack, um, which then he gets, according to the manager, he gets aggressive. At that point, other employees step in, de-escalated the situation and have escorted him out of the building and denied him access, which is according to their workplace violence policy. He's then fired. And that was it. That's what happened. So what the court has found is the court has awarded him you know, 150000 in lost wages and benefits and 300000 for suffering embarrassment and loss of self-esteem. They uh, believe that there is no way that someone knowing that this person, you know, would believe that that that, that person would present a danger at all. So what I'm going to unpack here is what we need to be mindful of as employers. So first of all, we'll go through having a generic overall policy. I have recently listened to or read The New Hustle by Emma Isaacs, and she actually talks about another company she knows about birthday parties. So it seems to be quite a touchy subject. And this company made a blanket rule that Every person gets a day off on their birthday. 
And because it's a blanket rule, it applies for everyone, regardless of whether or not you want to come in or not. And what she found is there were some people, especially the younger uh, people, who really enjoyed their work and had all their friends at work, like their work friends were their real friends. And so they were sitting at home in their little apartment in a city, bored and lonely on their birthday because all their work friends were friends were at work. And they would have much preferred to have gone to work, had a little cake there, celebrated with their friends and and just worked. But that decision was taken away from them. And that's the same as this company here. Now, they threw throw everyone a birthday party, buy everyone a cake. It's a blanket rule. And that takes away your ability to make the decision. Now, I do honestly believe that this was an honest mistake, that I feel sorry for the lady that actually, organ- or man, here I am stereotyping, that actually bought the cake and organised it because I've, I'm sure that they feel absolutely horrible for putting that th- this man through such a, a panic attack because I'm sure that would not have been their intention. But this is what we have to think about when we do have those blanket rules. So I'd really hesitate to encourage anyone to have such strict rules that apply to everyone throughout the organisation when it comes to birthdays and birthday parties. If you were going to do it, what I would suggest, and this is how I I guess I would like to do it if I was a person, is the office manager will normally have a list of his birthdays coming up so they can organise it. What I would suggest that you would do is then have that office manager go and have a little form and so the day or two before the birthday, ask that person to tick off what they want. You know, no, I don't want anything. Yes, I want a cake. And then maybe three options for a cake. You know, gluten-free, lactose-free, you know, carrot cake, chocolate cake, sponge cake. Because... You can't, you know, what happens if you bought a celiac, you know, someone suffering from celiac disease, a normal cake? That's not really fair on them because they've got dietary requirements. You've just bought them a cake to celebrate their birthday and they can't even enjoy it. Um, so that way you're not just, you're giving that power back to the employee. You're giving that consent you know, and you're giving them a choice. So they actually get to choose the flavor of their cake, you know, and that that's permission based. And that really promotes productivity. You know, I worked at a company in Sydney and I loved when they did cake around, you know, morning or tea or afternoon tea. It really, it made you feel like part of a team and it made you feel like you wanted to work more and to be there and support everyone. So I'm not against a cake policy but in this day and age we really are focusing on consent and permission how can you give consent and permission to your employees and it can be hard because you might have a lot but that is the way it is today we cannot have blanket rules for everyone because they they don't work so look at what you can do in any rules not just birthdays like what can you do to help make your rules flexible and suitable for everyone and that people are buying into that the next thing is 
having good onboarding forms. So in his defence, when he, um, you know, Berlin was saying that he asked not to have a birthday party because either he said it was immense stress or he had an anxiety disorder, the company has denied knowing about that anxiety disorder. Now, how can you deny that if you've got the correct onboarding um, paperwork? You really need to have a good onboarding paperwork and have those health conditions right. Ask them, be honest and say, you need to be transparent. We need to know if you are dealing with any mental health issues. You will not be discriminated against. This is so we can ensure that we're providing you with the, the appropriate support that you need. You know, Do you have any health issues? Are you allergic to anything? Please list your allergies so we can make sure that if you are allergic to say latex, that we're not going to go and paint the office tomorrow. And really know your employees like I said, I know that can be very difficult if you start getting quite large. If you are, you probably won't even be listening to this podcast. But really, you need to have it in writing. Because if this company had it in writing, and Berlin should have then ticked anxiety disorder, they would have been able to manage it a bit more. When they went into that management meeting the next day, they could have looked over his forms and said, okay, yes, he did inform us that he has anxiety disorder and that he is prone to panic attacks. Okay, you know, let's talk about how we can help and support him instead of, you know, making him feel even more attacked. So that is point two, onboarding forms. The next one is probably one of the biggest ones. The key point here is not that they threw him a birthday party, which he didn't like. The point of this award and this compensation is the fact that they fired him because they believed he was violent and aggressive. And he is suing them because he believes that he was unfairly discriminated against because of his mental health and that at no point did he show violence. And the only way, it's, it's a he said, she said. So let's think about it. Like I'm not picking sides because I don't, we don't have enough information. The company is obviously going to deny that they have either ever knew about his anxiety disorder. They're going to deny that they called and accused him of stealing other co-workers' joy. They're going to deny discriminating against him because they're going to lose a lot of money if they don't deny that. Consequently, Berlin, who is going for this compensation, of course he's going to lie and say that they knew about his anxiety disorder. Of course he's going to lie and say he feels discriminated against. Of course he's going to lie and say he never got aggressive because he's got a lot of money to lose from this as well. So when you are in a situation where both people are going to profit or lose money, they're not, like you can't trust anyone to be truthful if they've got a lot to lose from it. Now, that just means we need to be very careful and dot our I's and cross our T's as business owners. We need to document everything. Everything. I am a big fan of keeping notes and diary trackings. Um, you know, if you've listened to my last podcast on Tool of the Week, I did um, my first one. I did was on OneNote. 
every time I have a meeting with a client, I'll put the notes in there and I'll write down everything that we've spoke about and what we've agreed on. So then if I ever need to go back, I can say, okay, no, you didn't tell me two weeks ago. You told me a month ago. Or I can say, no, a month ago we discussed this and you still haven't given me that information. It is very much documenting. You need to document everything. In this case, because it was a a disciplinary meeting, which, you know, they wanted to talk about him. And it should have been. Like, it really, like, they did the right thing in having a meeting the next day. They really did the right thing. Because as an employer, your first responsibility is your employees and making sure that they are well, they're happy, they're satisfied, and that there's nothing going on. So they did the right thing in bringing him in. Now, what they should have done is said, we're giving you the option to have a support person and had the meeting when he was able to have his support person with him. Don't know if they offered that to him, but that's, you know, something to think about if you, especially if you're aware that someone has got mental health issues or anxiety disorders, having that support for them is really necessary to make them feel more in control of the situation. But also having a third party, like unbiased person there. Now, whether or not that could have been someone from another department or an official person coming in who is there taking minutes. So then that way, there is no he said, she said. It is all documented. It should have been a very official meeting that had documentation on it. Now, like I said, we don't know what happened in that meeting. You know, according to the person going for compensation, you know, he was accused of stealing others' co-workers' joy, which is which would be really sad if he got brought in and was criticised for having a panic attack. Like, that would be heartbreaking because obviously that's not something he can control. It's not like he wanted to do that. But then on the other hand, if, just if, she brought him in to have an open and frank chat about, hey, you know, what happened yesterday, like, that was a bit uncalled for we didn't realize you know that was a very strong reaction are you okay like why did that happen that is completely reasonable and is exactly what should have happened from a caring employer but we don't know and this is why if you are having those serious conversations you really need to have someone taking minutes or having a support person there or someone that can tell it how it happened. Now, what then happened, and I will make a brief, I guess, comment. The lady, the supervisor was a female and he was a male. And after talking, he started get having another panic attack and getting aggressive to the point where he was escorted out of the building. Now, he denies that, but to me, I feel like if other employees have stepped in to escort you, what really happened? What? How loud must have his voice have been? Like, whether or not you're having a panic attack or not, like, we cannot condone violence in the workplace. Now, 
the point is, is, you know, the lawyer for the person going for compensation says, just look at him. He, How can you think he would be danger? Well, look at Ted Bundy. How many people thought Ted Bundy could be danger? This is why we need to have very clear rules, especially around workplace violence, and don't be afraid to follow them. I do believe that if that is the case, that this compensation claim has set a very dangerous precedence in allowing potential workplace violence. And that is why the company is actually going to appeal this decision, because at that moment, they were absolutely in fear of physical harm during that moment. They were both shaken about it. So, you know, they were, I believe they were in their right, if that is the case, to remove the person from the building and to terminate his employment, regardless of mental health. Because you have to, your number one, uh, duty is to your employees and making sure they're safe it will be interesting to see what happens from this and it'll be interesting to see how we can support people with mental health issues and anxiety issues into our business i i don't believe that we need to treat anyone any different because we are all humans i do believe we need to support people in whatever way we can but at the same time, you know, ha- having a panic attack and getting aggressive over going into a disciplinary meeting is not a good enough reason, even if you've got anxiety. I'm sorry, but having anxiety is not a, a, a reason, a reasonable excuse to intimidate a female if you're a male. It's, it's simply not. I do feel for him, though. I really do. I it. You know, I think this is a very sad situation on both parts. One person was put into a very hard, embarrassing and, I guess, disempowering situation and another has apparently tried to do the best for their company and has not meant for this to happen. (laughs) Whatever way we go, it's always going to depend on what was actually said in that meeting, which we will never, ever know. So keep documents try to be mindful and be kind and that is the end of today's news section i hope you have enjoyed this and if you have deemed any other points into this news article that i have missed let me know in my instagram at bonniewicks.biz or send me an email or put a comment below i would be interested in hearing your comments Thank you.